Hey, what's going on, y'all? This episode of the GSL podcast contains themes that may not be appropriate for every listener, but we want to give you a heads up just so that you will not be surprised by some of the things that you hear. We are celebrating the life, the culture, and the beauty of hip-hop music, and you do know that sometimes it comes with very colorful language and, uh, <laughs> and you know, based on the ways in which they explore and discuss certain topics. So with all of that said, understood, and accepted, let's get into the show, y'all. I'm a black man trying not to get caught I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw, jigsaw I said a hip hop, the hippie, the hippie to the hip, hip hop and you don't smack and rock it to the bang, bang, boogie, say up jumps the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to be. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And okay, neither I'm blocking. I'm going to try to move your feet. See, I'm Wonder Mike. <laughs> That's who I am today. I am Wonder Mike. <laughs> And I'm going to let me rock him. Let me rock him tonight. Uh, and welcome to another episode of the Jigsaw <laughs> Podcast. We are here to talk about how we navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created, and that is the puzzle piece of life. But particularly, we talk about the uh, the perils. <laughs> there, there it is, the praise. Okay. <laughs> Productivity and the public circumstance of being black millennial men in the world. Brian, how are you? I'm great, man. It's a great day to be black. Uh, life is actually pretty good. I, um, of course, there's things that we can complain about, of course. Um, but right now, I won't uh, complain. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> That's the song that all the, the folks that don't go to church, they, they know sing. that one. They, they know, know that. that I won't complain. <laughs> I've had some good uh, days. And that, and the other one is, um, is Eyes on a Sparrow? Is that the same? That's a different song, right? That's the one yeah, Keisha Cole sang in, in your state <laughs> at Noah <laughs> Jones Church. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> when she changed keys 30 times. <sighs> Jesus help us. Yeah, she was about the fish place in her trunk. Listen, two songs. I Won't Complain and... Uh, his Eyes and on the Sparrow. His and Revolution. Sparrow. And Melodies from Heaven. You got to throw it. Everybody know Kirk Franklin. <laughs> everybody. Everybody know... Right. Everybody know... Right now. Yeah. Like that's a bop, yo. And that would never would not be a bop. Yes, it would never not be a bop. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Kurt. You know, I will get caught up. <laughs> talking about how Kurt. are y'all? How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Um, pretty good. I, you know, uh, looking forward to the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long week. Um, I have like no energy to do anything, so I'm looking forward to the weekend so I can do another. Yeah, I feel like there's something pretty significant happening this weekend is there isn't there i don't know brother you don't know you don't know you don't know you don't know are you sure you want you want to do this with me do you want to do this with uh, me? i let the people know um so this friday um june 11th is my birthday yeah you'd be 30 in how many years 36 30 and 6 30 and 6. God God kept I'm, so, me. I'm I'm glad you're honest. I just for, wanted to <laughs> God kept me for these 30 and 6 years. Ew. He stayed the hand of death. He stayed the hand of death. <laughs> 4 years my senior. That's true. 4 years and some change. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. By the time I was born you was listen, you was a full pre-k student. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even have it out. It was still just daycare. Just daycare. <laughs> just, just daycare. Daycare <laughs> to kindergarten. Well, happy early birthday, you know. 
I might have something up my sleeve later on in the show. All right, God bless you. Who's to say? No. <laughs> Who knows? Could be, could no. be not. Uh, I wish you could celebrate your birthday by watching the Lakers play in the playoffs, but me too. They're but, not um, there. <laughs> Neither are the Grizzlies. They were eliminated. Just, so to me, in my mind, the playoffs are over. Playoffs like, are over. Over. I'm a basketball fan, but I just, I just, you know, I'm a sore loser. Even though I'm not actually on the team, but I just. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch anymore. I'm gonna probably watch, but you know. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. Y'all know I don't really do the sports and things. <laughs> so when <laughs> so when John Morant and the squad zipped on out, <laughs> I, I zipped on out with them. You know, te- ping me when the when the last two teams enter into the ring. Yeah, and then but don't ping me immediately. Ping me in game four at 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 the earliest. Then, and only then, shall I be interested. I'm actually quite interested, and not because forever I love Atlanta. I'm just mm-hmm. interested in seeing how far the Hawks can go, yep. considering they're such a young team, they're the underdog in many situations, and they're playing well mm-hmm. from what I hear, not yep, they are from what well. I've watched. Um, so, yeah, I would be interested to see that. Um, yeah. yeah, Brian. Yeah. It's still um, Black History Music Month. It is. Have you been celebrating? Uh, yeah, I've been listening. I mean, we listen to black I, music all the time. All the time. Yeah, I listen to music every day, all day, um, as much as I can. Um, I, when I wake up in the morning, I try to, if we can, have music playing for breakfast so Brooklyn can, uh, you know, get this culture in. Um, mm-hmm. When she comes home, we try to play music so we, she can dance. Uh, we listen to black music on the way to school. Um, nah, not all the time. We listen to black music on the way home. On the way to school, we're listening to like ABC songs and stuff like that. Well, you got to play uh, her the Patty LaBelle version. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's like A B C D E F G. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so yeah, but I, other than that, man, I'm listening to black music all day. All right. So Unless if you did notice, this mm-hmm. is the hip hop rap. Um, it is. You know, shout out, salute, mm-hmm. montage, yep. so to speak. Um, with that being said understood and accepted do you are you ready for the song of the week all right so the song of the week is is within theme um okay we're talking about hip-hop so here it goes let's do it (laughs) you don't know what that is i have no idea oh okay okay (laughs) okay i'm here You know, that's dead press. Uh, it's bigger than hip hop. Okay, your thirty six is showing. What's that? <laughs> you know, that's for, that's for the hip hop heads because my we're gonna do a verses later on. I'm trying to spoiler alert, and um, I think the rap snobs are probably not gonna like my list. Um, because it's oh, they definitely, definitely they're definitely not gonna like my. I am mumble rap trap music king, <laughs> so they're not. It's very heavily Memphis influenced. It's, Oh, mine is definitely personal, like songs I like. So it's definitely yeah. the John P. Key, like I said before. It's the song yeah. I like. And um, yeah. I don't know that mine is so much to jump. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. <laughs> you ready to get the show started, bro? Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Yeah. 
All right, we are here at the Blessed Report. We are excited because black people are always doing great things. And in this segment, we talk about all the great things black people do. 366-258. Black folks just make history all the time. So we do have a person in the Blessed Report today who should not be any stranger to anyone, right? So oftentimes we do somebody who's up and coming, a, a person who, you know, we want to shout out a black business, a person who you don't know. But we had to do this one. This is a big name. Simone Biles, right? So if you're black, you should know her. Um, and it is an Olympic year, so you should know her all the more. Uh, so Simone Biles, she tied the U.S. gymnastics record for with seventh her seventh all-around title, right? So Simone Biles on Sunday uh, won her seventh national women's all-around gymnastics title in Fort Worth, Texas, tying her with the most titles by any American in the event. Biles' mm-hmm. next try, her next, uh, I guess, feat at this point is to try to become the first woman to win back-to-back Olympic championships in more than 50 years at the Tokyo Games, which starts in less than seven weeks. Uh, for those that do not know, Biles is now tied with Alfred Jockman uh, for the most titles by any American. Mm-hmm. Um, Biles, actually, if you looked at the competition, I watched a little bit of the highlights. She really left no doubt that the U.S. champions were going to be hers because she was doing moves that no one had ever done before. And she was just doing all the things. She won uh, the overall title by a combined um, amount of like 4.7 margin points, which is huge in terms of uh, wow. gymnastics and she won three out of the four events and was third in the bar so she won three out of the four events and in the one event that she did not win she at least placed right in terms of yeah. uh, top three um so it goes without saying that simone biles is definitely the goat and she is an inspiration to many uh you know i would love to see my daughter do gymnastics just because simone biles um, has done the thing. But shouts out to all the other black gymnasts. Shouts out to Dominic Dolls in 96. Shouts out to Gabby Douglas, who Where went all Gabby around. Douglas? Brother, I don't know where she is. <laughs> um, she's somewhere. Uh, God bless her. God bless her. Um, but yeah, Simone Biles is definitely the goat. She does things that no one can do. And there was actually this, this picture that's been floating around social media showing, well, a few pictures, few images showing up. Uh, one is Gabby, not Gabby. Oh, Simone Biles is actually doing one of the her teammates, a uh, young black lady's hair. Um, yeah, I saw that. That's dope. That was definitely cute in terms of like just seeing how, even though she's young, she's she's pouring into the next generation. You know, being that 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 veteran. Uh, but then there's also this picture floating around showing that this group of black girls, Simone Biles included, um, are going to be on uh, are going to be uh, uh, are going to be involved in the Olympic trials to see who's going to make the Olympic team. So we have a great opportunity to see a, a predominantly black uh, gymnastics team. And you got to consider, of course, folks that pay the way like Dominique Dawes, but somebody like Simone Biles, who ain't even Gabby Douglas, like eight years ago, four years ago, um, they showed that black girls can do the things when it comes to gymnastics. So we're excited to see it. Uh, I am, you know, always betting on blacks. I do believe that Simone Biles is going to, Take home the gold, um, and I think the U.S. is going to take home the team gold as well. So I'm looking forward to the Olympics. And before I close this out, do you watch the Olympics? Are the Olympics one of your things that you do? You don't like the sports, but, you know, you don't watch the Olympics. Absolutely not watching the Olympics. I watch the Olympics. That's one one thing I actually do. It is like the sports version of the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me the highlights. Give me the highlights. Now, if it's on, if it's if it's on somewhere and I cannot control the remote, then. But no, if I happen to be passing and see Simone mm-hmm. flipping and dipping, then I will pause. <laughs> I am not finna sit here and lie to you and the people to say I watch the Olympic games. I watch them. 
I watched the thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I might isn't break dancing one of one of the new sports or something? Yeah, it is. We talked about it on here. It's it's one yeah. of the new things. So yeah. I, 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 you should watch that if anything. To watch the Asians it's, take that. It's a, I'm about to say it's a bunch of Asians. So no, I'm not <laughs> watching no, them. Uh, watch, not no watching them. Right, appropriate our culture on the world stage. Get that. Right. Get the heck Hip, out of here. Hip hop culture. It's in theme, right? Hip hop culture, break dancing, all that is 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 culture that we created. But you know, it's neither here nor there. B boy stance. <laughs> B boy stance. <laughs> uh, but bless up to Simone Biles for being the goat and an inspiration. Keep doing the things. You are an inspiration to many, and we are saluting and celebrating and supporting you in all the things that you do. Yes. Billboard, Josh, you got something? Before we get there, something <laughs> just hit my heart. What hit you? We calling all the purpose and intercessors to find Gabby Douglas because I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> The woman of God disappeared. She did that ducky thing where she couldn't really do it. Man of God, and she, she did never it. came back. <laughs> she was shamed into a corner. And we are, we are, we are sending out the angels to go find the, the scout angels. to scout you out. Raka taka raka baka daka to go scout you out <laughs> and find her and bring her back to us. Oh, the the woman, I mean, she she did a Ducky. flip and flipped off into eternity. I don't know did where she? she is. She did a um, she did a Judy Winslow. She did, oh, just she went upstairs and never came back. Tumbled off that mat and never came back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> help so, us, Holy Ghost. So, so bless up to all the prayer warriors who gonna help bless us up. find Gabby Douglas. We gonna have to do a uh, <laughs> we had to post a little flyer missing girl on our <laughs> IG page because we, we don't know we don't know where she at. We love all right, you. Brian. Brian, before yeah. we get into the billboard, though, I'm gonna throw, I'm a, um, I'm going to Patrick Mahone it to you. Okay, catch it, catch it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> there you I go. I got it. <laughs> there you go. Um, and um, yeah, I'm gonna let you do the rest up because somebody died. All right. Well, uh, we'll do the rest up report. And um, normally, hopefully, you know, Josh would say, "God save the hand of death," but this week it has been the, the case. And <laughs> this I was week a little he torn. let his hand loose. He let, let, his hand he let us, <laughs> and we were a little torn. Okay, and I'm gonna be completely honest because normally we kind of reserve the rest up for our icons, you know. And mm-hmm. I said, um, I know a black man died this week, uh, a, a so-called celebrity. I'm gonna call him a celebrity. I'm not gonna disrespect him like that. But I was like, is it really Billboard material, rest up material? And um, you know, we had to say, you know, he's a black man who's he's a celebrity, so we got to treat everybody equally. For the most part. So, um, rest up to actor Clarence Williams III. He passed away eighty from at 81 from colon cancer, F cancer. Um, he began his career, for those that do not know, he began his career in production on the Dark of the Moon and appeared on Broadway in The Great Outdoors. He also starred in several shows and movies, including Purple Rain, which is a great movie. American Gangster, one that I love. He played Bumpy Johnson in that one. Um, Have Baked, that is a Dave Chappelle movie, which is funny depending on if you like comedy. Um, Dave Chappelle type comedy. And Lee Daniels, the butler. So he's been in some things. You know, he's a black actor. You probably be like, oh, I've seen him before. And he was um, in Tales from the Hood. He was in Tales from the Hood. He was. Um, <laughs> we were scared the dog about it. <laughs> listen, Tales from the Hood. Tales when them little the dogs cri- came alive oh, from that. From that- <laughs> bruh. What was what was was one of the little skits or the little vignettes where they the pictures like there are pictures on the wall and yeah that's what I'm talking about yeah when they start okay. coming to life yeah oh man no thank you leave that where the, that demonic stuff leave that somewhere leave else. that where it is I can't believe my mama let me watch that mess oh my mom would have been pleading the blood and be like I ain't watching my mom would have lot of let's watch nothing to scare <laughs> um 
but uh, he was in all those things. Uh, his most notable role, however, was Lincoln Link Hayes in the Mod Squad, which aired from 1968 to 1973. So he's been in the things. He's been mainstream. He's been A list, B list, C list. Uh, but he's black, right? So we do want to celebrate our black icons, our black actors, yes. and black celebrities who go on to the upper room. Uh, but hopefully next week, <laughs> next week we are praying that uh, God will say the hand of death. So we're praying next week that Josh will be able to say the fine words of God staying the hand of death. We, yes, we hope he stays the hand of death. <laughs> we do. Uh, so that is up. So rest up, actor Clarence Williams the third F cancer. Clarence is a strong black man. Strong black man. Clarence, Clarence what's Williams. your name? Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> I don't know white people named Clarence. I don't know not one white man named Clarence. Mm -mm. Not one. All right. So to the billboard and more um, news that is a little bit more jubilant. Issa (laughs) Rae, friend of the podcast, future friend in real life. Lands a role as Spider-Woman, the actor, writer, producer, and friend of the podcast. Um, she keeps getting all these bags. Um, and although she is saying goodbye to her show, Insecure, she is saying hello, hello from the other side to the award-winning animated Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse franchise. That's when we got our first black Spider-Man, y'all. Now we're mm-hmm. going to have our first black Spider-Woman. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Eastwood will join the cast as Jessica Drew, uh, who is better known as Spider-Woman. Unfortunately, not too many other details have been revealed regarding the film's plot or cast, but all we know is dead. Um, Miles Morales is going to be on the big screen, big screen again, and this time he will be alongside Jessica, who will be played by our girl Issa Rae, a.k.a. Issa D, a.k.a. you know, who gives us all the great things. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of black women who are headlining the things, Tiana Taylor was Mm -hmm. named as the sexiest woman alive. The actor, singer, producer, director, and dance extraordinaire was recently named the sexiest woman alive on Maxim's Hot 100 issue. Now, Tiana is the first black woman to receive this honor, and she took the social media to express her gratitude about it. She said, somebody pinched me. Um, She was stepping back in front of the lens. It's been a journey of self-reflection, self-confidence, and living up to the name. Um, to, to this shoot um, wholeheartedly made me nervous. She continued to say that as an entrepreneur, wife, a busy mother of two, and working behind the lens in my director bag, I tend to hide behind my sweats and vintage tees. So as you can see, I don't have much time to be sexy. The beauty of a woman, um, she quoted on um, Audrey Lord here, the beauty of a woman is not um, in the facial mode, but the true beauty in a woman is reflected in her soul. She also went on to let us know, Brian, that um, the t-shirt and sweatpants that she had on, mm-hmm. that's actually what she was wearing to drop her daughter off to school on the way to the shoot. Oh, wow. The photographer thought she was so sexy and so fine. He was like, mm. just keep it. Mm. Just keep it. But here's a question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with Maxim's choice of Tiana Taylor being the sexiest woman alive? Sexiest woman alive? No. But is she sexy? Yes. <laughs> So she's not um, the sexiest woman alive for you. Um, no. As of today, I don't know who, as of twenty twenty one, as of twenty twenty one, I don't know who I would consider to be the sexiest woman alive. So I'm, let me let me do this. I'm not gonna say no. She's not the sexiest woman alive because I can't say who is. Um, um, but I'm not a like if you like just watch Tiana Taylor and you know not trying to be you know uh, a dog. Her sure. body is amazing. 
Um, I, listen, uh, near she, perfection. Yeah, she talks <laughs> the talk. Um, like there's this one post she had about her husband talking about like I can't wait to suck your soul out um this evening. So stuff like that is sexy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you know talking the talk. Ma- masterclass. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stuff like that. She's a dancer. She's seductive. She's just she's definitely sexy. Like she's not the like most like beautiful person per se. You know. Um, yeah, she has some very sturdy features. Yeah, but you know, I I love Tiana <laughs> Taylor, uh, but I, and I would consider her to be sexy. What about you? Um, yeah, as far as like sex appeal, absolutely, I mm-hmm. give it to her. And I and I learned a long time ago that my personal attraction in terms of aesthetics is still very different than what's sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not mad at this selection at all. And bless up to sis for out here killing the game and. Yep. Um, being your authentic self and showing up and still winning the things and being the first black to do it. We all we love to we love to see that. We do. Um speaking of black women, Madea is back. Mm-hmm. And okay. it wasn't long, but Madea is out <laughs> is out of retirement. Now but that's because Tyler Perry, Tyler um Deleon Perry, he understood <laughs> where his bag was coming from. He understood. He the bag was for that old woman in that wig and those oversized breasts. He announced mm-hmm. that he had a deal with Netflix and Madea would be the star. Uh, more details are forthcoming. But Brian, are you going to watch this modern day coon fest? Um, brother, I can't. I can't. Because that's you. what it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I used to love the Madea stage plays. Them joints stab me like laughing. Yes, um, they did. I can't. I'm not. I'm not going to cap and say I didn't watch. The um. Stage I got irritated when she always tried to give us that sermon at the end, but I, you know, I, yeah, I was just, you did all this, <laughs> all this food, and the sermon didn't really, it didn't really close. It just like it really it, most Tyler Perry stuff. It does the closing. You know, sometimes people come in your life and they got to look at it like a tree. Some people are leaves; they're gonna fall <laughs> off and they're gonna be gone. Then some people are the branches. Then you got the people who are the root. Then the people who go, girl, <laughs> shut up. Right, get back, get back to cussing. <laughs> right, get Put back to cussing and shooting. Up. That's all we care about. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. It depends. If it, I'll, I'll see the trailer, and if it looks like his movies, it's gonna be a no. But if it looks like you know some stage play type stuff that looks a little funny, I might give it a little peek. So what? Let me let me ask you: What do you think it could possibly be about? Because you know he got the Maybell thing coming on Showtime or Star, yeah, which I'm actually I'm I'm interested in that. Oh yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. He's not playing Madea. It's about a young Madea. He has a whole people writing and mm-hmm. like he's, that's gonna he's be not cool. involved in it in terms of yeah. the creative he's a, i'm sure he's part of it but in terms yeah. of the overall creative process he's, he's probably not just like, an ep yeah he's not hands-on like he is with everything else mm-hmm. this one is uh, his 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 hand and yeah part of me thinks it's gonna be terrible because netflix be giving out bags um to anybody. and they and the thing is they know like he's he's gonna get the bag regardless mm-hmm. um and we saw that movie he did on netflix and we all, all watched it and we it all fell from grace it, and it was terrible <laughs> um, but he, but it got the it got the views, so it's kind of like. But we're not his audience. His audience is our parents. Like that's his target market. That oh, demographic. Yeah. That that age group, rather. Yeah. Not necessarily our parents, but you know Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. that demo, that kind of middle aged black woman. Yeah. That's who he speaks to, and they gonna watch it. Yeah. And what's gonna happen is Netflix is gonna give him like a billion dollar bag. And he gonna use. $200,000. If $2,000. <laughs> and pocket everything else. He finna pull out some random actors. He finna pull somebody out of retirement. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He like, gonna, what's the... 
what's the guy who played like I don't know who played Dorian in a um, different world. He going to come back and be, and be uh-huh. like the main star. You know that's what he does. And then he going to get Cheryl Pepsi Riley to come back. <laughs> Listen. Cheryl Pepsi Riley. Cheryl Pepsi Riley. <laughs> what a name. Cheryl Pepsi Riley. She didn't make your R&B verses last week? <laughs> she did not. Uh, she, was, she wasn't even an honorable mention. Uh, Cheryl Pepsi Riley. She was there with Candy State. <laughs> Candy Staten. Candy Staten. She and, was candy, candy. and Candy Tucker Todd. <laughs> Boers, whatever, whatever. Beers Tucker, whatever her name is. Right, all the, all you, the candies was there by themselves. Side note, did you know Candy and Todd's restaurant got a C? They new steak restaurant? Well, they, I didn't know they had a steak restaurant. Uh, Blaze Steak and Seafood over there in the in the, in the Cascade. So that's, and me so, and Ashley was talking about growing a date night, but not with no C. <laughs> Only place that should have a C is a Waffle House. Other than that, everything else should be A. Yeah, and when and and a certain level of like, when I see like a ninety six, I'm like, what y'all do lose four points? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. I definitely go to the to the little board to try to see if I can find out what they did. Listen, they got to right. see. So mm. anyway, that is a super aside. But all right, clean it up. Madia, Madia is here. All right. Um, speaking of people who just won't go away, Pharrell Williams, the ageless man, keeps mm-hmm. giving back. According to the Virginia Pilot, Pharrell is working to open um, small private schools for students of low-income families. That is so nice. With the first school opening in Norfolk, Virginia. I, I, well, they say it. They say like Norfolk, right? They said like Norfolk. Mm-hmm. I'm country. Norfolk, Virginia. The first school <laughs> is scheduled to open this fall and consists of grades three through five. What are the K through two? Anyway, Pharrell <laughs> spoke about the school and said, if the system is fixed and unfair, then it needs to be broken. I don't know what that means, Pharrell. We don't, wow. we don't lockstep learning where so many kids fall behind. Uh, we want base-spoke learning designed for each child where the things that make a child different are the same things that will make a child rise up and take flight. Families can now apply online, and the school is set to start on September 7th. I, You know, I hope that he just becomes a funder. Mm-hmm. And you know, has his nice picture on the wall. We don't need Principal Pharrell. Mm-hmm. We don't want any of those things from him. We don't <laughs> want. We don't want the kids singing. And I'm happy after the pledge of allegiance every morning. Just mm-hmm. don't be involved. But <laughs> shout out to you doing the things and uplifting the community and giving back in a major way. Uh, we should have talked about this last week, but here we are talking about it here. Somebody who also decided they weren't going to be a part of the things that is Naomi Osaka. After mm-hmm. um, collecting a win in the French Open's first round, Naomi said that she's going to skip the mandatory um, post game press conference, citing mental health concerns and protecting her space. She was fined with $15,000 and warned about the consequences. Said, I don't care about the consequences. $15,000 on me. Anything to me, I am Nothing. a millionaire. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when white folk got mad because mm-hmm. after she got fined, um, they was like, do this or risk not being a part. She said, I will one up you and I will withdraw from this thing altogether. <laughs> you need so, me. <laughs> so not only did she withdraw from it, she decided to take a break from tennis altogether to prioritize her mental health. And the tennis star shared on social media that she's experienced huge waves of anxiety and disregard for athletes' um, mental health at press conferences. And she's also noted that she is an extreme introvert. So part of that anxiety is that she don't really like talking to the public. Um, mm-hmm. So after an intense game like that, like I, I understand it. Um, mm-hmm. I empathize with her specifically. So as of now, we don't know how long she'll be taking a break, but salute to this black queen for taking care of herself and forget all the white people who are trying to play these respectability politics Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierce Morgan and all the rest of y'all 
who are saying all the things about our queen. It's like mm-hmm. she like she y'all really got mad because your little consequences didn't phase her. Oh, we're gonna right. find you fifty thousand. Okay. 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 I'm still not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm still not gonna do it. That doesn't mean anything to me. Right. And like and then you'd be like, okay, well, cool, you can compete. You're like, a bit. Then I won't. Like I won't. I, I don't care. Like, this is my mental health important. But what's super important, what's super great too, is that all the people that's coming um to bat for her, like mm-hmm. care of, I think the mental health app, they're mm. going to pay all of her fines and mm. the fines of any other person who decides to do the same thing. Mm, and then so. donate a portion to like some to an organization of their choice. So like like the systems are about to be changed and, and broken and oh yeah. Um and you know broken and rebuilt because like and I get it to a certain extent you do want you know, um, to hear from the athletes and talk, but sometimes right after the game, it's not the best time. They're emotional. Mm-hmm. And what if they lost? Right. I don't want to sit here and talk about that. You watched the game. You saw what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why, what's the boy, Marshawn Lynch? Uh-huh. Got on there and said, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Right. I'm you know just I'm here. here so I won't get fined. <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined. Like, that's the most, one of the most iconic moments in sports. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, but you know, bless up to you, sis, as well. I know this isn't the blessed report, but bless up to you. We're praying for you. Um, mm-hmm. and we're proud of you for taking that stance. And um, I know we just got out of mental health awareness month, but it's always a great time to prioritize right. your self-care and your mental health. And with that mm-hmm. being said, understood and accepted, Brian, I am ready to get yes. into the living room conversation that you've given me great anxiety around. <sighs> it is something. We 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 jumped into a pool. Um and we can't swim, or we're trying to swim. And uh, I'm one of the blacks that don't know how to swim anyway. You threw me in the deep end. I like. Might to be, get I might throw. I threw us both in the ocean at this point. You like, did because these because categories of no, no things. Win. These categories of things that you didn't put together. <laughs> man of God, I just, Help I just want to let you know that it was difficult. Mm-hmm. And anyway, grab your snack, grab your drink, grab your scissor, mm-hmm. whatever you got. All the things. <laughs> All the things. Hold down to the. <laughs> Maker's Mark. All right. (laughs) And let's head on down to the living room. All right. All right. We're here in the living room and we are, as always, celebrating black culture, but we're celebrating uh, music history month or black music. And last week we did R and B. So we decided this week to talk about hip hop. And, um, we're going to preface this by saying, you know, we do love hip hop, right? Yes. We're we not hip, some of the hip hop hip, 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 You don't stop right Back to the bang, bang boogie. <laughs> Up to the boogie, to the rhythm of the boogie. To be. Um, <laughs> we are, we love hip hop, but, um, you know, we're not, we're not, well, I'm not the one of the people that know the you know, some of the underground folks who are in like, you know, New York. I don't know those people. I don't, I don't know. Things. I don't know DCT fly. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a uh, little chopper bang bang. I, I don't know that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm barely so, keeping up with the, with the young, the little dirks and the YGs. All the littles. All the littles. I'm trying. All the littles. And here's the thing with that. I actually appreciate and like some of their music. I'm just having a hard time differentiating between who's who. Who's so if you play the song, be like, oh, yeah, I know him. But if you mm-hmm. just give me the name, Mm-mm. I may be lost at first. Yeah. But I but Josh tried to stay hip into the streets. So I, I know the songs. I listen to the things. I just may not always be able to. I'm, listen, th- my approach to current rappers is kind of like my approach to white Hollywood. I mm. know the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know the people. <laughs> yeah. So I know the music. Mm-hmm. Don't always know the people. Right. Okay. 
But lead us into this thing, Brian. You brought yeah. us here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you know we're talking about hip hop. So before we get started, let's just just, just you know, we, and you kind of already said it. Like, what do you feel about the current state of hip hop? Oh well, let me let let, let, let me give you a more refined answer. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, I think like anything, I'm I'm not the guy who's gonna be like, oh, it ain't what it used to be. It ain't what it used to be because I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and tell you I was listening to. Sugar Hill Gang and Run DMC and, <laughs> and Melly Mel and the Furious yeah, Five and, 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 and all that and Ice T. Yeah, and all that and all that other kind of and Big Daddy Kane. I I, I just <laughs> I know who those gentlemen are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you know Queen Latifah and you know all them people and Salt and Pepper and all them folk and um, what was the was the Yo Yo and all of them back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Yo-Yo was really like that that popular. I'm just but, saying she was one of like the early, you know. I'm I'm I'm, t- I'm trying to go back to 80s, 90s, Brian. You know, oh, yeah. early rap, right? You yeah, know. Yeah. So my roots don't start there. My roots start with Teddy Club of Thugs, <laughs> Three Six Mafia, <laughs> um, Memphis. Um, my roots start with some, of course, um, Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big Bone Thugs and Harmony fan before. Oh, great, great. I have no idea why. Um, the first album I've ever per- I- <laughs> so my, my album purchase went like this: Bone Thugs and Harmony, Kurt Franklin and the Family. Those were the two albums that I what, owned. What a, what a groupie. <laughs> Um, so yeah, but anyway, to Brian's point, so I'm not going to say, but I do have an appreciation for older rap and the foundations of it. And yep. even going back to some of the older, older people would be like, you know, it came from jazz and scat and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I understand the history. I understand all the things, but I actually think hip hop is in a decent place. I think mm-hmm. it is speaking to the generation that is here and that is absorbing it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as I get older, certain songs it's not that they're they're not good. I just know that they, I'm not their market. Yep. Um, but there are certain songs that come out that are, right? So um, like the Futures and the 2 Chains and things like that are still my group where some people's like, man, 2 Chains, 50 years old. I ain't listen to 2 Chains. Mm-hmm. But like his last albums will help me God. Is, I just listened to it yesterday. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So like it just, it, I think it depends on where you are, but I do. But do you have people who are still putting out great music? Like yeah. Nikki's finna drop a new album. She re-released her new tape. You know, I love me Nikki. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake is doing things. Future's still doing things. Mm-hmm. And these are newer artists, but who are kind of like not new, new. Um, mm-hmm. Like some of the other people. Um, we've seen this emergence, re-emergence of women's rap. Mm-hmm. Um, you yep. know, over the last about five years or so after Nikki kind of held it down in the hiatus period and then mm-hmm. all these other women artists just came out killing. So I, I think it's in a place where it's going to consistently evolve and maybe one day we'll, I don't want, let me take that back. I was about to say one day, maybe we'll see where people does like the boom, clack, boom, clack rapping again. But I mm-hmm. think there's rappers still out there doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, going back to a more recent song, seeing green. With Nikki Drake and Wayne, they all spit like spit mm-hmm. on that particular song, right? And I think there are a few other artists who, like J Cole, just dropped the album. So for yep. all those lyricists out there who you know into him, so right, I still think we have those type of artists who are giving us straight lyrics, um, you know, really good lyrics. Um, artists who are giving us club bangers, artists who are giving us just fun music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we even had that in the '90s, Brian. If we're gonna yeah. be honest about it, we had some artists who were like the you know the lyricists, but we also had like you know, artists who were giving us, you know, rough and tough my Afro puffs. Like, yeah. you, you weren't taking that song seriously. Um, you know, <laughs> they were just fun, kind of entertaining, 
you know, songs, you know, mm-hmm. all, some of them are anthems. I remember, I don't know if you, I don't know if this was out in LA, but you know, smoking on hay, hey, hey, in, in the, the middle, middle of the barn. Okay, so yeah. yeah crucial do, Convicts. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, so you know, but but even still, that was, that's not going down as one of the best rap songs in history. Mm. I mean, but it was an anthem and we, it was a great and song. I wasn't smoking on nobody's hay, but I was, <laughs> my band played it, right? At mm-hmm. 15, 16, we throwing our, you know, oh, horns yeah, I, up I anyway. bumping too. Oh, it was so good. Um, and the horns probably was on fire. Mm, crazy. But yeah, so I say all that to say, I think hip hop is in a good place. I think it is going to continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, and I'm excited to continue listening. And I'm actually excited to see how my taste evolves as I get older with oh, yeah. the mumble and trap and all that kind of stuff. How about you, bro? Yeah, I feel the same way. And, um, you know, as the person who even like now is like, oh, this young stuff, I don't understand. Even sometimes being the old man that I, I am, I still think hip hop's in a great place because it, it's, it's ever evolving. It's a mm-hmm. thing where, you know, it started out as something that was done in the corners and in the, you know, and, and on basketball, you know, uh, like in the parks and stuff like that. And then now mm-hmm. it's mainstream and it's making people rich and taking people out of the streets and doing things for people. And like you said earlier, there's there's all kinds of different genres that have evolved. Like you you go from um you talked about earlier, Rapper's Delight, which was three dudes, you know, who were dressed off of like a disco um chic beat, right? And then you mm-hmm. go to, you know, the Furious Five and they talk about the message, and that's a whole different story, a whole different type of rap. Um, so rap is continuing to evolve. Um, and the good thing about it, there's something for everybody, even though there's some things that I don't yeah. like, um, there's something for everyone. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, like you said, where it's going to go. Like you have new folks, like I probably, if I saw them on the street, probably would know them, but I'm sure they're, somebody likes them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they speak to somebody. That's the great thing about hip hop is usually uh, all these rap artists speak to someone. Right, they have a certain message um, that resonates with certain people out there. So I think it's in a good place. Um, I think it's probably in a better place than it has been before. Where you know, I don't, you know, I think that time after Tupac and Biggie, there was like a whole like murder, murderous type thing going on in hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're not seeing that as much. Um, uh, most of the beefs are staying on record, which is which is great. Um, but yeah, so I think hip hop's in a great place. Um, and I think I love about hip hop is that it's actually you don't just see hip hop like it's music out there. Hip hop at this point has pretty much been ingrained in culture. Um, you see hip hop everywhere, like on, you know, clothing and just TV, white folks be in, you know, in hip hop these days. So outside of just hip hop music, right? So what mm-hmm. are some hip hop adjacent things, right, in culture that you love? Oh man, um, definitely the easy answer is television and movies, mm-hmm. um, because it influences, you know, like the soundtracks and like the yep. opening songs, and I mean, like Brown Sugar is a love move, like a a, a romantic mm-hmm. movie, black romance movie, but centered around, you know, hip hop, mm-hmm. um, the the clothing. Fashion. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely, you know, Gucci belts and, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, cars and just that that lifestyle of, mm-hmm. you know, that lavish kind of lifestyle, that kind of mm-hmm. out loud um, kind of lifestyle. Definitely some of the things I enjoy. While I'm not, uh, I enjoy a good ensemble. I'm not flashy, but I do, you know, every now and then, you know, if I had a Gucci belt, I would wear my Gucci belt. I don't have a Gucci belt. Uh, <laughs> I'm not there yet. 
Um, but yeah, um, yeah, those are the two main things that I would say I appreciate the most that is like hip hop adjacent. Definitely mm-hmm. the fashion and the the kind of the lavishness of the lifestyle mm-hmm. and then, you know, its influence and how it kind of you know, kind of defines film and memories mm-hmm. in movies. I mean, because like Queen and Slim, amazing right. soundtrack, mm-hmm. dope stuff. I mean, even Black Panther, you know, right. Kendrick Lamar was genius in, you know, in yep. that project. So, um, yeah, definitely it's influenced on Hollywood specifically. I would say fashion and then just overall like lifestyle. Yeah, and I agree. I think the dope thing about hip hop, it was created by us, created for us. Um, mm-hmm. It has branched out, but the Dope thing is to see that hip hop kind of created. Um, well, let me see, people had careers outside of hip hop. So, I like, think about this kids today probably have no clue that Will Smith was a rapper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or Queen Latifah. <laughs> or Queen Latifah. Or LO Cool J. Or, mm-hmm. uh, or even Ice T at this point because he's like mostly actor. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been on during SVU for like almost 20 years. I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, people wouldn't even know he had like songs out. He was a rapper, you know, Ice Cube. Like, Yep. You know, kids probably see Are You There Yet and didn't know that he was the same dude that was like at the police. They might not even know that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that's the dope thing is that hip hop is not just music. It's kind of branched out into it's all all things, TV, music, uh, TV and movies. And I think hip hop, the dope thing about hip hop, just, you know, we're giving our flowers to our black music is that hip hop was the first like IG, um, the culture in itself. Oh, like, yeah. If you, you know, you wanted to wear what rappers were wearing oh yeah tall yeah. tees yeah um big throwback jerseys ball caps air force latest ones. sneakers Shout air out force Nelly. ones yeah like and that's um, the thing like the kids i went like air force ones have made this kind of like res- like major resurgence lately mm-hmm. but like when i was for 15 14 15 mm-hmm when that song came out, and me too, too bad. bad. Yeah, uh, bro, everybody was stumping the Air Force Ones, and you, everybody just had them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. To your point, it it, it branched out and influenced. I mean, even like Jordans, mm-hmm. like it is, oh, it yeah. is, it is a basketball shoe. Oh yeah, the shoe was originally created for his brand, and mm-hmm. that the same Jordans that we don't even like bending. He was hooping in. Oh yeah, destroying oh, yeah. on the court, mm-hmm. and like just the like we saw it in TV with especially like Martin and Will Smith and oh, some yeah. of these other kind of major figures and other hip hop artists, and it popularized that shoe. So mm-hmm. now I'm speaking to all you other blacks who make it hard to get Jordan ones. You can't even <laughs> find them, right? You yeah. know, so no. To yeah. your point, yeah, absolutely. It definitely created other lanes of business. I mean, look at Jay Z mm-hmm. is the example of it all, if not oh, nobody yeah. else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, alcohol. He has all the, him and Diddy. They have they're in all kind of places and spaces um, because of hip hop, and you know, so salute to hip hop and salute to that. Um, so within that being said, like we're seeing that the different lanes and spaces being created. Do you think there's gonna be more evolution in terms of hip hop? In terms of you know where it goes, where the artists go is is have we hit the um, ceiling? Is there anything greater than that can be done now? You know. That's a very interesting question. I don't know that we've hit a ceiling because I think mm. as long as humans continue to human, creativity will always take us to places that um, we didn't think could exist. But in terms mm. of like anything new, I don't know that there's anything left to be done that's new. I think mm. we will continue to see, and I'm going to use this word lightly, improvements and rebirths and you know how things ev- I think things will continue to evolve. So when you think about evolution, it's not necessarily anything 
new when things evolve they continue to improve there are different versions of it um so i mean because like we see rappers who sing we mm-hmm. got you know we've had anthems we've had social justice stuff mm-hmm. and it's like like even like in the wake of our stuff last year with little baby and the baby like all they were like if the police back in the, the 90s like we mm-hmm. kind of saw that again last year right so i think it's going to be the evolution of things that we've seen it's just going to be with the new generation with the new artists how they're doing it putting their spin on it Mm -hmm. um you know we haven't had one some of the things i would love to see evolve is how women's rap continues to evolve can we Mm -hmm. get another ladies night anthem um i think that'll be something dope to see um we saw jay-z and nas hop on a track together so i would Mm -hmm. love to see you know, if we're going to keep it old school, I would love to see Foxy and Kim hop on one together. Please do. Um, and, you know, Nikki and Cardi, you know, I, I would love to see, I would love to start seeing that. For me, that's the next level. Mm-hmm. Squashing beefs, mm-hmm. you know, putting the drama to the side, collaborate, giving us the kind of collaborations that we never thought would happen. Right. right. And whether you, like going back to the Jay-Z Nas thing, whether you like the song or not, I don't think any of us thought in our lifetime, even after they reconciled, that they would mm-hmm. ever hop on a track together. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Like, give us the stuff that we thought we may not ever see and blow mm-hmm. our mind. And even if we're a little underwhelmed, that's okay. It happened. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, and now we're like, okay, cool. Well, that's maybe why it never happened, because this is what you gave us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, so for me, I think that's. If if anything, that's the next step for me. Right. What are some of these different collaborations? Like, like Silk Sonic was the collaboration we never knew we needed. Mm-hmm. So who else is out there that could give us dope content in that way? And we've seen artists do joint albums, Future mm-hmm. and um Drake. And Drake, you know, Chris Brown and is it um Young Thug? And Young I like, Thug. you know what I'm saying? Kanye, All those kind of Jay-Z. Yeah, Kanye Jay-Z. So like I think the baby and Meg would be dope. Because they create great music together. Um, I think that'd be a dope collab album. So that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to next is more of that collaboration and teamwork and you know what I'm saying, kind of putting the petty stuff to the side to give the to give the fans what we want to see. We want to see the things. Yeah. And and yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where else could we go other than maybe politics, like a legitimate political candidate um in the Did United not States. Kanye West. Not Kanye West. No, um, not at all. They're going to have to run in Cali or New York, though. It's not happening anywhere else. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. I, I couldn't <laughs> see it. I can't see it happening. Unless they run, like, super locally. And yes. I still don't know um, what that looks like. Um, because I mean, I, Master know, P wants to own a HBCU. HBCU. He wants to own everything. He wants Master to own- P, if he can buy it, he would buy it. He wants to buy an HBCU. He wants to buy it. I don't think he understands this. Like you can't just go to the HBCU and say, "How much do y'all cost? <laughs> how much does more? How much does Morris Brown cost? I heard y'all got your accreditation back." <laughs> but I think he could have. Um, what is the St. Paul's College in Virginia? I think they were like they. I don't know if they still exist or not, but you know, their their campus and everything was for sale. But hey, know, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but speaking of Master P and just thinking about all the things we kind of went through from the transition from hip hop when it, it's infancy till now. And I think I probably know we're going to answer this because you use the same answer with a lot of people our age. What do you think was your favorite era of hip hop? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. Whew, favorite era. Definitely like. um. It's a, I'm gonna give you a decade, so okay. 05 to 2015. Okay, all right. That's that's, that's you know you that got. makes sense. That's your college years though, around that time. Yeah, that, that high school, college, high school, college. Yep. So you got Nelly, you got um, 
Three Six had finally went mainstream with Popping mm-hmm. My Collar. Mm-hmm. You got all the Carter album runs in there with Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, you got right came out. You of got the now? introduction of like the Young Money crew. Mm-hmm. Um, you got that Fetty Wap run that you Ooh, that we, Fetty Wap that brother he, gave he us. Had, he, he gave us an he album, had, didn't he? Give us and that one album had like eight bangers on it. <laughs> um. So, I mean, so you got so much, and I think so many of the artists of to like future, like mm-hmm. uh, so many of the artists that were really, and then some of our legends were still giving it to us, um, Jay Z and mm-hmm. um, and Nas and you know T, you know Clifford for, for whatever he's worth, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know all, I mean all the and Missy. Oh yeah, and that it was killing it in that you know in that time. So and we had so many moments, right? We had anthems. The Soldier Boy, as crazy as he is, right, gave mm-hmm. us the Superman. Like he did. That was one. That's to me. That's one because that I, dance, like yeah, the the dance. So I I enjoy hip hop, and this is where the old school hip hop heads may hate me and kill me. But I like to have fun with music. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff that y'all might think is silly, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't like future la di da di da. That kind of stuff you can keep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his first Grammy. Yeah, he won it off there. But anyway, um, like those kind of things, I get that that's silly, but there are there was so much great content between that 05, 2015 era mm-hmm. um that has to be my favorite. Um, because then that's what trap really started to Mm-hmm. really become his own thing too you know what i'm saying uh how about you bro um i'm going to i'm gonna say my thing but i also want to add in something to what you said as far i think was that like the crunk era was like crunk was in there too yeah that, that was crunk yep it was crunk that's when um lit john them i'm like oh five oh six maybe oh four yeah. but yeah somewhere in there yeah. yep okay if i came to Atlanta during that time and crunk was still was still king at the mm-hmm. time in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so my, i'm gonna say the 90s um Okay, because you all my like most of my favorite like folks came out at that time like, you know Jay Z came out in the nineties you know uh, Tupac Biggie Med uh, Red, uh, Med oh, excuse me Red and Meth um, like the the honey hip hop I like came out during that time even like people like Eminem came out like I want to say in the nineties let me let me look that up just to make sure yeah it might um, be ninety nine. Yeah, I feel but, like um, he was close to two thousand, but we're not talking about Eminem because he's white. And he's this white, is black. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like the Fugees, uh, <laughs> Lauren Hill. We, you know, we had. I think in like ninety six, some of like the best. Are you music going came that, on that Lauren Hill mountaintop with her and one you, album? No, I'm just saying, like ninety six, you had like Outkast <laughs> came out with an album in ninety six. Um, Buster Rhymes, Woo Ha yes. came out in ninety six. It was a Got great you year. All music. in check. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I really I went to the '90s because it was a it was a it was a crazy era. Like uh, gangster rap, like I think either NWA came out in the '80s, but like the Chronic came out in the '90s, Snoop Dogg came out in the '90s. So like that was really uh, Ice Cube had his big hits, like as far as solo uh, hits in the '90s. So a lot of my um, like first realizing what hip hop was mm-hmm. came out really um, in um the 90s so um that's probably considered my favorite uh era in hip-hop um we kind of did this the last time you said well what hip-hop you said what r&b song would be the soundtrack of your life what hip-hop song and brian why would you do this to me what hip-hop song would be the soundtrack let's do this would be a let's part of this. my biopic okay go ahead if you Make can do an intro say you're doing an intro somewhere Okay. The song you you say I'm this is my intro song 
I'm coming to a building. I'm gonna be introduced somewhere. What song would that be? Mm. I don't know if that makes it easier or tougher, Brian. Right. Like, um, off the dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what's up, Yo Gotti. I, if it's off the dome. That's what I was gonna say, <laughs> Yo Gotti. That's what's up. That when 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 you play that around, uh, you Kiana and anybody from Memphis, <laughs> from Memphis, y'all just start <laughs> start going for it. It's been a long uh, time coming. A lot of the running, ducking, trying to dodge the cases. <laughs> that's what's up. Mm, um, such a I, great song. Such it a, is a great, great song. 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 It's definitely a good song. It's a good time. You're welcome. Because um, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have known the wise. I wouldn't have known. Right. I would have known it. I would have known it. Um, if I were to say like California Love is clearly going to be like the song I'm going to say. Like, it just it just speaks to me. And that's such a good California. Song. It's an anthem. It's like from a, a man anthem. who's not from California, but Dr. Dre. It was it it, it was Dr. Dre's song, and um, that was Tupac got yeah, out of jail. That was Tupac's song. It was <laughs> Tupac Dr. Dre gave the song. Tupac. He, he stole, stole the song. song. He stole yeah. that song. Man. He stole the song. Um, you know, I, I give Tupac his West Coast flowers. It's okay. It, you know, he, he lived in uh, Oakland for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he started his rap career in Oakland. Um, so that's that with. Uh, <laughs> But um, okay, so um, California Love would be my thing. So um, this is it, it. It wouldn't be a hip hop episode without asking this question. Oh okay? gosh! And we could do it a little differently. Normally, they'll say you know top five artists of all time. We're just gonna do something different, make it a little easier. Your top okay. five, just favorite hip hop artists. <sighs> favorite hip hop artists, top five. Um, the hip the hypnotized minds camp. I don't want to say Three Six Mafia because Project Pat was not in Three Six Mafia, so mm-hmm. um, c- contrary to popular belief, he was not. <laughs> so the okay. hypnotized minds camp um, definitely won. Um, Nicki Minaj, say mm-hmm. what you want, shoot me now, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Barbara Jason said it plenty of times. Drake, um, Chance the Rapper, whoo, and you know for. And and Jay Z, those would be if I had if I had to rotate five consistently, mm-hmm. I think that's and it's so hard because I listen to a lot of Future, I listen to a lot of Gucci Mane, I listen Brian, I listen to probably an unhealthy amount of Gucci Mane. <laughs> <Of> Gucci. <laughs> if I'm Ooh, gonna wow. be honest, yes, my my 2021 Josh belongs to the street alter ego is Josh Laflair. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's so that's so hard. But if I just had to choose, it's definitely going to be somebody from Memphis, and I got to go hypnotize mm-hmm. Minds Camp. Got to go Nikki, and it, and it, and I got to go Nikki because she includes so many features. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a cheat code right there. Drake, right. so many features too. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I say? Chance. I just mm-hmm. Chance. You know, y'all said y'all want to, but Chance has a special place in my heart. He speaks to you, and he speaks to me. He is. He is literally. The hip hop version of me. If I was a rapper, I would be Chance the Rapper. Um, and then Jay Z, because you can't, I mean, I feel like you just can't have, there's certain people you can't have hip hop without. Mm-hmm. So if you got to pick one for me, it'll be definitely oh, yeah. Jay Z. Yeah. How about you? Some, uh, of your, some of your top five favorite. Oh, and, and side note, these five could change on any given day. You ask me tomorrow, it could be a different five. Yeah. And, and I'm, the, I'm the type of person, for the most part, I do believe that it, it could be, you know, depending on how you feel that day. Um, and I'm not going to do the the typical Biggie, Tupac, you know, mm-hmm. that stuff. So I'm going to do something a little different. Um, and this is no particular order. Um, Black Thought, I really enjoy 
hearing him rap. He's pretty great. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Outcast because they're in a group, but they are they're they yeah. you can't have Andre without big like they they work together. So I'm gonna put them together. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendrick, I just love Kendrick. That good good city, uh, good kid, Mad City just spoke to me. Shout out to my brother. Oh my god, um, iconic uh, album. Uh, Ross, who actually put me on today, and I'm from California, and we were driving somewhere. And he was playing, and I was like. Who is this? And I felt mad dumb that I didn't know it was this kid from California who had this amazing album. Um, it's okay. I so, feel that way about some of these new, like when I first heard Young Dolph, when they was like, you know Young Dolph? I was like, no. Is that like an exhibit <laughs> at the aquarium? <laughs> and it's a Memphis rapper. So go yeah, ahead. A couple young people. Is, isn't uh, Moneybag from Memphis too? Moneybag. It's like Memphis is like got some solid Y'all people. Yeah. NLE Chopper, Young Dolph, Moneybag Yo, um, Black Youngster. It's, you know, the guys are coming out. But go ahead. Listen. Um, so I, I said three so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five favorite. You said um, Black Thought, Kendrick, Black and Outcast, and Outcast. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who I do I listen to like frequently. Common. I don't listen deaf. to Common. That Common. I don't listen to Common. Who would you listen to? Say? Most deaf. I don't listen to most. I like most deaf. I don't listen to that frequently. Um. Dang, that's, it's like really tough. I'm, you know, Jay-Z is, is Jay-Z. Okay, um, so that's four. So I'm definitely going to say he's one of my favorite. And DMX. Okay. Rest yeah, in that's, peace. That's, that's DMX might be, at a time, he was number one on my list. Oh, okay. That's at, fair. At a time in my life, he was number one on my list. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. Okay, so. All right. Oh, my God. Let us transition. And, and again, hip-hop heads. Shouts out to my brother uh, Ross. Shouts out to Marcus um, Thomas, who he he loves the hip hop and things. So he he likes deep in the crate um, cuts, and none of those will be on my um, verses. So none and I, we, of Marcus's picks will be on my verses. <laughs> Joe Budden would not be on here. Oh my okay? god, Cameron would not be on here. Shouts out to Chris, who loves Dipset. Um, Benny the Butcher would not be on here. Jewel Santana would not be on here. Jim Jones would not be on here. Um, um, that not on my list. Um, not on mine either. No one near it. <laughs> Didn't even think about him. <laughs> um, no slaughter horse is gonna be here. Uh, uh, Marcus. Yeah, Marcus over there taking self care bubble baths to Big Pond. We not. We not. <laughs> <laughs> we not considering anything he puts on his list. <laughs> So like he you, he be you serious. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so you going first? I oh. went first last time. We going first this time. Okay, so introduce the categories, Brian. Let them know All what right, we're doing. So, um, okay, so this is so I don't know. We, we, I don't know if we cleared it up where we're putting the uh, is the R and B collaboration. Are we doing at the end or are we doing at the, the, the top? So I'm, I'm gonna read it out and then okay. we'll 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 figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure okay. it out. So we are doing. All right, and again, we only chose two songs, so we can't play every song, right? We so we're going to miss things. We're so going to miss send us hate mail. Please don't. All right, so we're going to do women's rap. Yes. Rap group. Yes. Uh, we did hip hop and R and B, and then we did a collaboration. So those just hip hop R and B is two. Collaboration is two. And best collab. Well, yeah, just collabs in general. Just collab. Um, I, then I wanted to throw in something raunchy, so not safe for work. So the song that we probably shouldn't be listening to or singing. Um, My God. <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna do. We're gonna go Midwest 
uh, East Coast, West Coast, Southern, and then we're going to go underrated. A song maybe we think that probably we really love that, you know, we don't feel it gets enough um, respect. Okay. So let's, you- let's, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off with our queens, ladies first. Okay. Um, women in rap, you know, this is just, this is me. For Josh, y'all might not know it, but if you know me, then you knew it was coming. And let's just do this. That is where the dollars at by Gangsta Boo, aka Lola Mitchell, aka Friend of the Podcast, aka Friend in Real Life. Um, could not do women's rap without shouting out my girl, my homie, Lola Mitchell, first on the board. That's what I had to start it off with. Brian, go, let's go. <laughs> Who you got? All right. So this one, I'm gonna I'm just gonna play it. It's on her album, so it, it counts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had, and you didn't even play the right version because this is the one with only um, little C's. It was the right so version. You are breaking the rules. That's the one with only little C's. See, that's what you get. Because I had Kim album though. I don't know what know, happened. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. To, I'm gonna show you which one you gotta go to. Okay, do the I, one. I'll talk, talk to you later. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not playing. I'm not doing anything for you. Do anything for you because I had that for another category. But you do your thing. It's okay. Okay, go for it. What you so got? So anyway. My next one is, this is not one of her biggest hits, but it is my favorite um, song from Nicki Minaj. And here we go. When a real nigga, I'm a real nigga. I run around with them real niggas. Got real sons, I need a real sitter. When I leave niggas, they get real bitter. When a real nigga, I'm a real nigga. Woo! This is so good, bro. Roll up on it. Let me get to the... Let me get to the verse. I'm sorry, y'all. Ain't fucking you bitch niggas, and that's real rap, but I do sing. Make room when I come by. Ain't speaking, I'm dumb high. Just heard niggas got jokes. It's a matter of time before one dies. I'm dudes out and I'm tools out. All sixes like schools out. Niggas know if they talk slick that I'm winning fresh, they'll get chewed out. <laughs> you love it. Stop. Oh, Nick, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. Oh, side note, this is explicit. I ain't got no oh, clean yeah. versions of anything. Of and this is rap, and you know how they talk. So, yeah, all of mine Because I know, because Nikki just said nigga 20 times in one sentence and then some other stuff. But, yeah. Shanghai, Nicki Minaj. Top two songs and then they number two from Nikki. Yeah. So <laughs> my, my, my intro is gonna have all cussing in it, so I'm pretty sure. So just to let y'all know that. Um <clears throat> all right. So this one is is a, a young lady who came out okay. and is a hip hop artist. And she's probably not people probably don't know this song, but it's a song that I really like by a woman. And here it all goes. Right. Oh, I know this. All right, that's Queen Pen, a party and a party. It's a song that I really love. Oh, it's, it's a great song. It's a great song. It's Very. a it's a fun song. 
very low, lowly artist, but a great song. Yes. She had an album, maybe two songs in there. I'd probably be like, oh, I like that song. But this is the song I probably would play. I would put it in the playlist and be like, I can listen. It, it feels good. It's a feel-good song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we are going to group. And this one was tough. So It was tough. <clears throat> but here I am. <laughs> Back at the hometown. <laughs> That intro is long. <laughs> it's coming, y'all. <laughs> Parents don't listen to this. Because the first one of y'all step will be the one I'm going to toss out. That is Who Run It by Three Sticks of Mafia. <laughs> Gets me going every single time. Every. <laughs> Single time. Every Brian, single time. Every single time. Gets me going. Go ahead. All right. So here goes one. And this is, you're probably going to be like, we know where you guys are from because a lot of the songs are probably going to be heavy from <laughs> where we're from. California. <laughs> here it goes. So with that being said. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. I'm going to pick a different song. You played it now. I played it. <laughs> All right, that is straight out of Compton by NWA. Niggas with attitude. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got one. My second okay. one. Second one on the board. <clears throat> All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Sticking to my southern roots as well. <laughs> so, I typed a text to a girl I used to see saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I'm Okay. Okay. That's cool. I apologize if That's this cool. message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I CC around town. Hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Witness all around me true, but I'm no island. Peninsula, maybe. Makes no sense. I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. No looking back. Spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so that ready. is the International Players Anthem by UGK featuring Outcast. So I did a double group, a, a you double did. group on you. <laughs> Okay, so that, that's cool. That's cool. I'm going to do a group, and this is actually going to be a little different, and um, this is for my New York hip-hop heads out there. Okay. Intros, you know. 90s intros and interludes. Long, man. So long. Blood, sweating tears. Niggas is dead and shit. Okay. <laughs> Not safe for work. Oh, I know what this is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, 
I'm gonna stop there. That was a long intro, but that was Quiet Storm remix, uh, Mob Deep. Quiet Storm, and uh, I like Mob Deep. All right, all right. So next up, we are doing hip hop and R&B collabs, right? Yeah. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> I think you're gonna be a little irritated with me on this one, but I'm gonna, <laughs> okay. do, I'm gonna do it just for that reason. <laughs> you a hoe. You are a hoe. I don't like you. <laughs> I didn't even think about that song. Though. How do you? How do you? That is How Do You Want It by Tupac featuring Casey and JoJo. <laughs> and JoJo. And J1 Jodice. It was Casey and JoJo. <laughs> All right. Had to do it to you, Brian. I had to knock that off the board. I didn't know if you was going to try to pull that one out your hat. <laughs> so I had to play it first. It's okay. And I'm going to play I... one that you know I really love. And this again, this is R&B and a hip-hop collaboration. All right? Mm-hmm. So here it goes. Good one. The song that made me fall in love with hip hop. All right. That is Survivor of the World by Nas featuring. The sweet sounds of Lauren Hill. The sweet sounds of Lauren Hill. All right. Mm. I got my second one for the board for you. Here we go. Okay. I think you're Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that is into you, Tamaya, and um, fabulous. Tamia, okay. Tamaya, fabulous. <laughs> All right, so I'm thinking about doing an audible because <laughs> a song that I have that's a, a classic. Well, okay. there's a song that I really want to play for like a personal. Like it's a song that I really love. Okay. Go with your heart. Don't think too hard. Don't think too hard. That's why we create. My heart will go already on my list. That's why we create the list, dude. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but I'm gonna do the list. I already create the list. I'm gonna create the list. I'm not gonna go back. All right. And it was plain to see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
So that's I will be there for you and you're all I need by Met the Man and Mary J. Blige. That's an iconic song. That's what I had on my list. I was going to do another one, but I'm not going to say what I was going to do. But that it's okay. the song that was on my list. No, tell iconic. us what you were going to do. Tell us what you I was going to do. do. It is it was a song by Common and D'Angelo, um, by off of Jay Dilla's album, and it's like one of the smoothest freaking songs. Oh, you went there into is. the crates. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it, it was definitely a crate. It was definitely a crate song. Because I am sitting here with a brain fart, not knowing anything <laughs> that you're. Oh, it was talking definitely great. It was. A, it was definitely one of those personal songs that I just like. Sure. All right. All right. Let's next next category: collaborations. Just collaborations. Collaboration. All right. One of the greatest collabs of all time. It is a Black Negro spiritual. You ready? <laughs> okay. This is what I do. I pull up at the club, VIP, gas tank on evil, all drinks on me. Wipe me down. It's a song of fame. And how do you how do you follow Wipe Me Down? That is Wipe Me Down with Bootsy and Webby. <laughs> That's great tough to collaboration. Follow. That's a great it is on, collaboration. It is on you, Brian. <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know if I can top that, but I'm going to do one that's, you know, it's a good collaboration. Okay. It makes it easy. Ah, good one. What an intro. Alright, come on, intro. Alright, that was Otis. Um featured older writing, but it's really by uh Jay-Z and Kanye West. And let me say this. Um, I think that Jay-Z is probably the greatest rapper of all time, but I will say this, and I'm putting it out there, and I don't care who kills me. I think Kanye West stood toe-to-toe with Jay-Z on a lot of these songs off of that album. Like, he was rapping. Oh, yeah. He was He was definitely not out-rapped. I'm, I'm oh, not, yeah. He, yeah that's, that, that he was be, rapping. Yeah, that would be a gross thing to say. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Ready? Second on the board. Mm-hmm. Here I is. Here I is. That is Life is Good, Drake and Future Hendrix. Great song. Great song. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's do this here. I'm just an old school one. All right. Take but us it's back. A, it's collaboration on the list. Take us back. Just some red man, method man stuff. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
These intros, man. It drops though when it goes. All right, I'm gonna stop there. You know, but that was uh, the Rottweiler, <laughs> Red Man, and Method Man. The Rottweiler. All right, so All right. now we are going to where are we? Not safe for work. I think that's Not next. Not safe for work. <laughs> now, please forgive me, everybody. <laughs> Brian chose these categories, <laughs> so I am just obeying. There's a song that you got to play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's coming, y'all. <laughs> the intros. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Now give me your number. Can I call? <laughs> that is some cut featuring Cuddy by Trillville. <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry I picked this category, but it's going to be nasty. And this song probably should not be played by anybody, but I'm going to play it here on the podcast. All right. Play it. We're back now at the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick. <laughs> is this the Easy Easy song? Nah, that's the Snoop Dogg song. Oh, okay. stop there because it gets even worse but um as you can see that's definitely not safe for work not safe I, there are so many other songs and that just speaks to kind of how my mind thinks sometimes <laughs> that i have i have like five other backups here <laughs> but i think i'm gonna go with this one just because i'm josh and it wouldn't be me oh if i didn't play it slop on my knob like <laughs> on the car check in with me and do your job lay on the bed and give me head don't have to ask, don't have to be. Juicy is my name, sex is my game. Let's call the boys, let's run a train. Squeeze on my nuts, lick on my butt. The natural curly hair, please don't touch. First find a man, second find a piece. Third find a bag, to have the whole fist. Real name over, I said been over. I started to knock, then came so over. Bad. Smelt like mush, should have had a bush. Told her to stop. And give a douche. When she did that, I didn't want the cat. So I vamped out and never came back. Suck a nigga, take a song. All right. That, that is that is on my knob. By the Teddy Club of Thugs. That is not 36 Mafia. That's the Teddy Club of Thugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's keep the train rolling. I if need we to were give on. Give y'all the second half of it because it don't get better. <laughs> 
if we were on radio, our show would be canceled. Canceled. So, um, let's All do this. All kind one. of let's, FCC violations. Who are you out there? So I'm just gonna go with this one. On that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to edit this out. I'm not editing anything. <laughs> Come on, intro. There's only one place where we can go. Just see freaky hoes doing shows, doing tricks to make us holler on a given night. All for a dollar, seven on rest, oil on the chest. All right, that was pop that p word by the two live crew. Uh, um, I was gonna play only so horny, but you know, didn't want to go too far. Uh, you know, I got <laughs> you know honorable mention. I have WAP on here. I have my neck, my back by Kaya. Oh I yeah, that's a good one. Have tip drill by Nelly, and oh. I have Ho by Yo Gotti. So, <laughs> I was prepared, Brian. <laughs> Don't judge me, Saints. I just, you know. Yeah. I had whistle while you twerk. What's that? Oh, and I also had the whisper song by Gang Twins. Yeah. Because Wait till you see my. Oh. <laughs> all right. Next category. <laughs> all, right. So, all right. So next category is Midwest, right? So this is the Midwest. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what one of the songs is going to be. Um, At least the artist, your, I'm sure you know. At least one of the artists, yeah. You ready? Yep. Let's do it. You don't want zero problems, big fella. None. <laughs> if there's a song that I can put on repeat, that might be one. If one more label try to stop me, it's going to be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. You and the fella when the fella with me. You and the fella when the fella with me. Just another day at the big compartment. That is Chance the Rapper, aka Channel from 79th, aka Chancellor Benny, my guy. Chance the Rapper, no problems, featuring two chains and Lil Wayne. I almost put it for my collab song, but I saved it for the Midwest because not a big fan of a whole lot of Midwest rappers. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I had to. I almost gave you two chances, love, and I said, "Let me." I know another guy, <laughs> although he's low key canceled. I pulled from his from his early years. You did. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about, and he may or may not be in my uh, rotation. I'm trying to think should I play it now. Oh, I'm gonna play it because I got it on here. So, because I literally um, only have two. So if you play this song, I gotta go find. I gotta go find one. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gamble okay. and I'm gonna play my other song. Gamble it. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know. Nope. He's not on there, but it's a good one. M- Midwest. Yep. Light it up and take a bath. All right. That was Country Grammar by Nelly. Midwest. Midwest. So I actually had him on my hip hop R and B collab dilemma with him and Kelly Rowland. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, you know. But all right. So here's my number two. Okay. Great song. Great song. That first album was a, uh, oh, was a classic. Yeah. Too much 
I've given Kanye a stream. I didn't want to give him, but that is. And that is, Kanye West through the wire with that classic Shaka Khan sample in the back. Um, yeah. Just great song. First, like his first two or three. I mean, he had like a good three, four album run. He but did. those first three specifically, <sighs> crazy. Out of this world. Crazy. <clears throat> and um, we know he's canceled, but um, sorry. he he's, It's the Midwest, so we got to do it. I mean, he's do. not canceled enough to where I would never listen to him. But you know. Oh, great song, Brian. Hands in the sky. Bruh, when I tell you a song that feels good, that's the thing that sucks. I wish Kanye West didn't say so much dumb stuff. Like, yeah, because it comes to music, man. Like, he's a genius. You can't take it from him. You you cannot take it from him. You can't. <clears throat> and that could have been a collaboration, but I, I use it for um, Midwest. Because again, I, I probably could have played a, con- uh, a common song, but uh, I wanted to do Nelly and, and, you know. I know you like the common. You know. <laughs> I have, you know. All, All right, right, so All right. So we, we are, did Midwest. So what's next? Midwest. Now we are going. Let me, let me pull my, my notes here. We're going over to the West. No, East Coast. What East Coast. All right, let's do this. I am prepared. All right, go. I am prepared. Fuck all you hoes. <laughs> yeah. That's where that started. <laughs> all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. <laughs> that is Juicy by um the Notorious B.I.G. Um, you all know it. It's a classic. One of my favorite rappers, even though he didn't make... Like, listen, I told you, depending on when you ask me, my top five will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I really appreciate B.I.G. And even though he wasn't here long, impact on the game will never be forgotten. Yep. All right, so East Coast was kind of tough yeah. <clears throat> because I like, even though I'm from the West Coast, I like you a like lot a of lot East of East. You, I, I think I've told Brian in the group chat, you are the most um, East Coast, West Coast nigga I've ever met in, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the music was just so hard, like, and uh, but I'm gonna do a softer East Coast song. Okay, um, I didn't know that East Coast made any soft songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's probably an artist who's really hard, but this is one of his softer songs. Okay, here it goes. And I got I to cue it up first because it starts off pretty crazy. Uh, let me go to. His name too. Who the fuck is oh, this? Oh, you know my name. So that's um, <laughs> How's It Going Down by DMX. Um, that might be one of my favorite DMX songs. It's just a storytelling. It's just a smooth song. It's, it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready for my number two. If you're ready for me. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. It's just a public service announcement Jesus. sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. 
is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My, My name, name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. One of my favorites. It's just it's the confidence of reintroducing yourself when everybody already knows who the heck you are. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. I, I love it. That is um, public service announcer and an interlude actually by none other than Sean Carter. And is this before or after Izzo? Like, H to the Izzo, E to um, A to the because I'm like it's you had this whole there. song called Hove, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then reintroduce yourself like <laughs> it's somewhere in there. But that's those are my two man. That's what you got up next, bro. All right, so this is Lower East Coast, but it's East Coast nonetheless. Nonetheless. So this is for all my Virginia folks. We have some Dougie friends. Yo, yo. Oh, that's a good one. By the name, by the name, I'm your pusher. From the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher. The world is about to feel something, something that they never felt before. Lunch room tables were never the same after that song. Never. All righty. What's right, next, bro? Along. West Coast. Oh, your coast. My coast. The best coast. This was kind of hard for me too because I'm I'm, I'm not going to say I'm the hugest fan of all West Coast rap, but the ones that I appreciate have a lot of great songs. Mm-hmm. So this is one of my all time favorites. We spoke about this album just a little bit earlier. So here we go. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Say if you a bad bitch, put your hands up high, hands up high, hands up high. Jesus, that's a song. It's my favorite kid right right in the And is this the one with Drake on it, too? Yes. That is Poetic Justice by Kendrick Lamar <sighs> Drake. Bro. Um, yeah, man, I couldn't. I mean, I had a few on here, but I, I that one had to had to come first off the board for me, bro. It does. <laughs> That's a, and I didn't put any Kendrick on here, but oh, like, wow. I didn't because the thing is like. Like Kendrick is like a, it's like my current West Coast guy, but I, there was other people I had to pay homage to. So no, I get it. Go ahead, um, go ahead. So one is just it's it's curious. It's obvious. It's obvious. I'm gonna play this one first. California. So that one was obvious. I had to play that song. It is what it is. All right. Well, I am, I too am going to pay homage. Okay. I thought about some new people, but I said, "Mm mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me do this. Now he is a he's an iconic West Coast rapper, but this song is relative. It ain't new, but it got a you know, it ain't old either. But I think you will enjoy. A wanna, a tua, a wanna, and a tua. Blow the whistle. <laughs> I go on and on. <laughs> That's a good one too. I go on and on. Can't understand how it lasts so long. I must have 
must have superpowers. Map 225,000 hours. Get a calculator, do the math. I made a thousand songs that made you move your ass. And for the last 300 months, I made 16 albums with me on the front. And they bump. Where you get your beats? I heard 93. That is Blow the Whistle by the iconic Too Short. Um, <clears throat> came out of 2006, and it has just been a classic. Song. It's a good one. been sampled a couple of times. It's just, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's a great song. It's a great song. Um, great song. Couldn't shout out the West Coast without it. Yeah, it was. It was on my back. I was Morehouse doing the little, the little thing y'all be doing. Heighty. <laughs> yeah, whatever it's called. I was doing it. I saw them Cali dudes at Morehouse was doing. It. I said, "Ooh, I want to learn it. I want to learn <laughs> it." <laughs> All right. So, I'm paying homage to the legends of the West Coast, and here goes one. All righty. Shout out to Dr. Dre's production and just knowing how to start a song off with just massive energy that just makes you want to just ride out to it. Yes. So that was Who Am I? What's my name? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Diggity Dogg. All right. <clears throat> now we're going down south. And this one is going to be in your bag. So, so I'm, hard. I'm, I'm thinking you're going to sweep this place. So hard, Brian. There are so, so many choices. I've already played like three... Three Six Mafia songs. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I don't. Mm, I'm a. Mm, I I don't know where to go. I really don't know where to go. So I'm just gonna go with one that always gets me going. Dress it up and make it real for me. Okay, future. Okay. <laughs> That is Marge Madness by Future Hendrix, aka Nevadius Wilburn. Uh, <laughs> that is just that is that is just a song, right? I. That is a song, and I had such a it's hard a time. I, you know, I, it's uh, it's an anthem of sorts. But go ahead yeah. before I, because I got some players' remorse, and I got some other songs I want to play. But okay, so we're talking about anthems. Yeah, this is an anthem. Uh oh, wrong song. Great song. <laughs> anthem. Great choice. Great, excellent choice. I'm gonna stop there. Cash Money taking over the nine nine and the two thousands. Any they, cookout, any wedding, anything that plays that song, it, the dance floor is popping off of that song because they deaf took over. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back home. Okay, for my next one, but I'm gonna go to one of the newer guys and you know let him get some some love. Samuel, I see. Huh? What? Uh. 
Oh, money back. Can't swap a dime for a penny. You know that's a stupid decision. That is money back, yo. <laughs> uh, with said something. That it was so hard choosing those two. Yeah. Oh, and I feel so like I didn't choose the right ones, but I it's feel okay. like I would. I feel I would feel this way regardless of any two I chose. So, oh yeah, just go it, ahead, Brian. Yeah, it's um, it's the South. So this was tough because I had to put them in there somewhere, but I couldn't decide what song I wanted to use. But I'm going to use one. I'm going to go with this one. All right, that was uh, Elevators, Me and You by Outkast. And me thank God I moved to live to Atlanta because now it makes sense to me. Oh, my man. I didn't know what Marta was when I was in Los Angeles, <laughs> living in California. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, right. so we did Southern Now It's Underrated. Pretty much a song that is really just a song that you really like that people probably don't really know or don't care about. All right. So you gotta love mixtape um Gucci and mixtape Nikki to appreciate this. This Josh LaFleur. That is Slumber Party featuring Nicki Minaj by Gucci Mane. Ah, that is just a song. It is a song. It is a song. It's a song. It is a song. But that's one of my favorites. Is you know it don't get radio. But like I said, it's a it's a mixtape song. So mm-hmm. I mean, people know it. But if you are not a Gucci fan, or because it was on um, Nicki's mixtape too. So mm-hmm. if you're not you know one of their like early fans, you probably wouldn't know. But it's what it is, bro. It's on you. Okay, so this is a song that I really like. Um, but I don't know if it, people really know it. I'm pretty, people may know it because it was a single, but people may not know it. So if not, this is a song I really like. Um, and you knew I like murdering and killing and shooting people on songs. I'm aware. Here it goes. That was MOP, Cold as Ice. And MOP is one of those groups that loves the killing and the shootings and all the kind of things. The things that I like. Gotcha. So, this next song <clears> is... <throat> it's the last one. 
It's the last one. But this next song is also, it was a single. It was on the radio. But I do not think it gets the love and the attention that it deserves. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, it speaks to me in a way that probably it shouldn't speak to me because I've never, you know, came up the way this gentleman came up. I didn't do the drugs. I didn't, you know, (laughs) do any of the things. But somehow, Brian, this ministers to me. Okay. So, here we are. All right. <laughs> yes. You ready, Sean? Yeah. I got drink on living left. In the kitchen with the magic. I got drink on living left. This is my song. We got London on the track. <laughs> I ain't next man for nothing. I took the hard way. Oh, hard way. Hard way. Hard way. Hard way. Don't feel it hard way. I feel it hard way. In the skillet with the magic, man. Bad bitch, bad habit, man. Better money got a habit. I used to dream of living lavish. Now a nigga living lavish. Then I'm fasting, y'all. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Bro, That's a good song. Dream of living lavish. Not a nigga living lavish. By a form whip just to see who's fastest. If I ain't eating, that mean I'm fasting. That's the, that is a come up. When I tell you this, is a test, I took the hard away. Didn't know how to sell dope. They were taking my hard away. <laughs> so messed up, I had to borrow play. Mm. <laughs> That's administered to you? But that threw my heart away. And I was on harder days. <laughs> Wordplay. Wordplay. I just don't, I mean, it was a, listen, it was a radio single, but I just don't mm-hmm. think it gets the love and respect that it deserves. And every time it comes on, like as ratchet as it is, like you can really hear the depth of this man's like journey. And like to mm-hmm. your point, telling the story, the depth of his come up and his journey. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm a flex. Like I made it. I'm, I made right. it. And I took, oh, yeah. the, I took the road less travel, but I made it. So mm-hmm. that is Hardaway by Derez Deshaun. I don't know what else he's ever put out, but that. Within itself, solidifies him in in my life <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right, makes Brian, sense. Last, song. All right, so I had two songs for backups, and I'm going to go with the one that I wasn't going to go with initially, but I'm going to do it because it feels it feels right, and I think you'll probably love it as well. Okay. It's a good one. I got a feeling that you might be. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Might be by Anderson Pack. And um he <clears throat> you know, he gets the flowers now, but I think he probably should have gotten the flowers a long time ago because he is one of the best musicians there is out there. Um, can, can we talk <clears throat> about how just real quick, I did not even know that you was that was Anderson Pack. I thought it was this version. Oh, J. Cole? Uh-uh. Oh, it's still playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, people. <laughs> Hold on. So DJ Luke Nasty, this is the one that I know. Oh. Three. Three. Hey. I got a feeling that you might be. 
do I turn you on? You can tell me if I'm wrong. Who did it first? Think you might be. And she don't need smoke, but she swear I got that dope dick. Love it when I fuck her in them. Hey, hot sex is the best sex. Whenever she stressed, she just want to get. So I never heard of an Anderson Pax version. Pop. Really? Yeah, never. I When they played, I'm like, okay, dude, this is my song because I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. When did Anderson's come out? Uh, let's see. Because um, that one sounds like a, a reference track. Uh, his came out in oh he got oh well uh, this came out in uh, 2015 might be came out 2014 mm. so Anderson Pox is first yeah but I, it, to me it sounds like DJ looked nasty on the unusual and sexy inspiration for covering Anderson oh so he did cover Anderson Pax got you alright well, so we learned something tonight we did learn something tonight we, we put each other um, in the game but that was um our verses. That so again, hip hop heads, we want to, we don't want to hear the things. We don't Unless you're gonna say, you know, there's a song that you love. Tell us what, what you love. Yeah, tell us um, something that you love. Don't come in our inboxes telling us what we missed. Just tell us what you would have loved. Right. And or, you know. send us your list. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, send us your list. You know, I had some other songs on here. Oh, I had some schoolboy Q from the West Coast. Just yeah, I like I, him. Yeah, I had him and um at studio, him and BJ the Chicago Kid as one of the backups. It's right there. Yep, <laughs> definitely had it. Yep, and I had. It's um, a good one. Had swimming pools by Kendrick Lamar on there as a backup, and yep. Last time that I checked by Nipsey and YG. Yeah, I had a couple. Yeah. Um, I had, oh, you about. would appreciate this. My backup for East Coast was "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See." Hmm. <laughs> Bust the rhymes. Um. Yeah, yeah, man. Just good. I had some tribe called Quest for backups, but um. Again, yeah, that's oh, kind of stuff some, that I like. Go DJ by Lil Wayne for my southern oh, backups. Was, he had a good run during that time. It's the vibe by Two Chains. Um, Crush on You was my, you know, collaboration song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, I got stole that from me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's just you know, hip hop is great. It is a part of the culture. It is black culture, and uh, we're just um, ecstatic that we had the opportunity to celebrate. Um, so yeah, with that being said, understood and accepted. Brian, you ready to talk about some black man self care? Let's do it. Let's go. I am my brother's keeper. This is where we talk about black man self-care or black woman self-care, whatever you want to do. We want to make sure that you are celebrating yourself and taking care of yourself. So what we're going to do is we're going to challenge you all is if you do any black man or black woman self-care this weekend, feel free to tag us and we'll share your self-care. Okay? Yes. Um, Josh, what are you doing this weekend to uh, take care of your black self? I am going, um, what am I doing? I am getting a haircut. It's my week mm-hmm. to do that. So that's just a thing. Um, hanging out with the boys. And then I'm going to this um, this rooftop soiree on Sunday. Okay. So that should be fun. Enjoying outside a little bit. And um, yeah, man, that is pretty much it. How about you? Uh, I'm chilling. Uh, I don't have any, currently have any plans. You're celebrating oh, your yeah. birthday. I am celebrating my birthday. There you go. Yeah. So, in whatever way that means, I'm going to do that. Okay. So, black man self care. We love to see it. You're going to we be do. The, the sixth of 30. Okay. <laughs> Millions did not make it, Brian. But Millions you're one of the ones it. that did. Ha. Ooh. Ha. Ooh. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Ha. You're one of the ones who did. <laughs> and the interpretation. Yeah. Ooh, it turned to another live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, did Rodney come next? and give us some in the P.O. box? Uh, I think so. Let's give it a let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. All right. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bow 
All right, we are here at the P.O. Box, and Rodney Jenkins came just in time, as he always does. And always. before Brian gets into the letter, I would love to let you know, as we always do, that you can send in your questions send or them, concerns or whatever to ask the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will give you a pseudonym, respect your pronouns, and possibly read your letter out loud. Brian, who do we have and what do they want? All right, we do have a letter in the PO box. I'm glad to see it. And we got pronouns. We need to come up with a name. The pronouns are she and her. We need a good, strong, strong name. Um, I'm going to stay in thing. Mia okay. X. Mia X. Good one. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Um, Mia X. All right. So Mia X writes and it says here, hey, guys. A couple of years ago, my boyfriend and I broke up because we agreed we would be we were better off as friends. All was well. We were actually one of the rare couples that were great friends post breakup. Fast forward a week ago and I found out he is now dating a mutual friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. Mm. Now, is it important to know now it is important to know that she and I are not incredibly close, but close enough that this relationship between the two of them is a thing that bothers me. He did not mention, he did not mention that this relationship between the two of them is a thing that, oh, hold on, because I'm, I skipped the line. I'm oh, sorry. Let me go back. Reverse. Um, he did not mention it and neither did she. I found out via another mutual friend. I have call, I have a coffee date scheduled with her just to catch up. This was on the books prior to me finding out should I bring it up during our time at Starbucks or should I chill? Do I even have the right to still be bothered by it? It has been two years, but dang, now that I know this, it all feels fresh. What would you do? So let me clarify this. So it was they dated two years ago or they were it sounds in like relationship they broke two up ago? two years ago. Broke up two years ago, but they've now been, the person's they've been friends these two years, is what I'm gathering. Uh-huh. And now and then, he started dating a friend. Okay. Another friend of hers told her, her and this one friend were supposed to catch up for coffee or whatever. And um, and it was on the books prior before she found out. So now she's Got feeling it. awkward about going to lunch or dinner or coffee or whatever. And she's wanting to know, should she bring it up? Mm. I'm going to go or I'm going to go first. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, because I don't really know. If, I guess to me, like it's to me, it's it's, it's unnecessary. Are they so? They, are they still together? I'm, I don't know if I clear that. Are they together now? It seems like the friend and her ex are. Together. Oh yeah, I probably would say something. If it bothers you, I would say something. And you can even say it like you know, jokingly, so it's not as tense. Like, her, you and old boys together now. You know, mm-hmm. it can be one of those things, and to see where it goes. I wouldn't make it like a tense situation because you said y'all close, but y'all not really that close. Like, but y'all are cool. You know, excuse me. So I don't know if it's girl code to, is it a girl code situation? Is it like a Porsche situation where y'all was cool, but y'all ain't like friends? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that is so different. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, at this point we're, work, we're working on, you know, being healthy, having healthy communication. And if something bothers you, just have the conversation and get it out of the air, uh, get it out, you know, into the air and just figure it out. What about you, Josh? No, I, I agree. And I think. It you know it is it's safe to assume that she's probably thinking through the same thing. Y'all are clearly in the same friend circle or friend circle adjacent, so mm-hmm. she's probably aware that you do know. 
And if she mm-hmm. hasn't canceled your coffee date or meetup, then she's probably not bothered by it or is going to use this opportunity to tell you herself. Um, so I would just go in there not expecting drama. You do need to figure out why you are bothered by it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been two years. You all are great friends. I mean, you all you and your ex are allegedly really good friends and um you know you and this girl aren't super super close uh, but you say you're close enough to where it should bother you how does she feel the same way like like I, yeah. I don't know there's there's a different dynamics because me and brian were single and he came and dated one of my exes i would feel away like we're mm-hmm. we're that close where i would feel away but right. if it was like one of the guys for example i had an ex who a guy that I knew at the same church as me ended up dating her later. And, but me and that <laughs> sure guy did. weren't like friends. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we knew each other. We were cordial, but we weren't like friends. So it didn't, didn't bother me um, mm. per se. And I didn't, like, I really didn't I'm care. sending you a four page <laughs> letter. We can have a whole episode on that. Um, <laughs> but no, I say that to say that's one of those things to where we knew each other by virtue of um, proximity. We went to the same mm-hmm. church. We went to the same school. And we knew each other, but we didn't like kick it and hang. So like that didn't matter. You sound a little bit different um, in terms of what your relationship is with this um, with this other woman. So I would just, you know, like Brian said, I won't go in there with any animosity. If anything, I probably would wait till she brings it up first. And if mm-hmm. she doesn't, then find an opportunity to kind of be like, you know, like Brian said, hey, I heard you in. I don't know. Let's call him Jimmy. I heard you and Jimmy are dating. You know what I'm saying? How's that? Jimmy's my boy. You know, I said, blah, blah, blah. We, you know, I would just do it that way. And then it's kind of out there and you're done. But don't stress too much over it. But do reconcile why you are feeling all these levels of jealousy and all these other feels. Like, figure that out. I ain't got no answer for that. Figure mm-hmm. that out. Anything else you want to add, Brian? No, that's pretty much it. All right, cool. Let's uh, get into uh, this um greater conversation. Greater conversation. Let's go. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we get some things off of our chests. Uh, Josh, do you have anything you got to you know talk about? The floor is yours, my man. I didn't ran it two weeks on white people and giving dragging them, um, and giving <laughs> them the business. So go ahead, brother. Um, speaking of white people, and it has nothing to do with being white, but it's a white person, so I'm gonna talk about them. Frank Vogel, uh, you are a terrible coach. Your substitutions are terrible. Um, <laughs> I would hope that the Lakers get rid of you and they bring in Jason Kidd off of the bench. Uh, as the coach, because we saw what you did in the playoffs, we saw what you during the season. I know we understood that you had people that were injured and hurt and all that kind of stuff, but the way you treated, treated Montrez was not cool. Um, uh, and then on top of that, whoever created this roster of the Lakers recently for this year, they were terrible. It was a bad roster. It just wasn't bad. Rob Polinka, um, I'm gonna give you some grace because you you know developed a team that that got us the championship last year. Frank Vogel, you just rode on the back of LeBron James. You didn't really coach well this year. Your freaking um, rotations were trash. So, Frank Vogel, it's your fault that the Lakers are not in the playoffs anymore. Um, so, that's my great conversation. Frank Vogel, I don't want you to be a Laker coach anymore. Bring in Jason Kidd, the black man, who is your assistant. And that's it. And that has been another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. We appreciate you all we for do. listening. We thank you for riding with us and rocking with us, um, especially on this here um black music history month it's been fun we've been enjoying the things and we're going to keep bringing you all the good heat as the young folk would say um for Mm. the rest of the month so um brian tell the people what they could do to support us 
Um, always listen and as you continue to listen, please share, like, um, subscribe, please comment, yeah. subscribe, um, uh, rate us five stars and nothing at all. Um, follow us on all the places, the Jigsaw Podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us individually. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. Um, just love us. Tell us how great we are. Um, send us some ideas for shows. Something you may want to hear us talk about. We do talk about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about music for the most part of this month, but uh, next month, July, let us know about the things that you want. Write into us. Just continue to do that. Uh, and just continue to be great black people. And the summer's out. So the summer's here. So continue to wear, you know, if you're not vaxxed, make sure you wear that mask. Um, yeah. But all the city boys, city girls, hot girls, hot boys, enjoy this summer. Um, and, you know, summer dresses, all the things, let it let it flourish mightily. <laughs> yeah. Daisy Dukes, all the things. Be yourself. Be, be, be yourself. Be you. Show off what God gave you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) All right. So you know what that means. Skies out, eyes out. Do your thing. Don't get caught with your work undone. That's a wrap. We're tired. Good night. We We love you. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) 